0: live from state street in the heart of chicago you are listening to the new home of the chicago bears espn chicago and this is carmen and yerko wmvp wshe hd2 chicago a good karma brands radio station
1: second and eight from the nine
2: jackson
0: to flowers he dives the ball came out it's recovered
2: by kansas city did the ball come out before he broke the plane? I think you're right. They're calling me a to touchback and recovery on the field.
1: That's Zay Flowers fumble.
2: I think you're right. I think you're right, Jim.
1: Is it a fumble? Jim. Is it a touchdown, what Jim? I don't know. I'm going to hit a drive on 18 at Pebble Beach in two weeks. I mean, that's the Super Bowl, too. It's CBS this year. Yes. So, you know, Vegas. like Super Bowl. Listen, like, there are some times – I was trying to pay real close attention to Romo yesterday. Oh. Because there are some times when he does do what he's supposed to do and the things that, you know, make a good analyst good. Like, tell me why. I I watch a lot of football. I've studied a lot of football. I don't know nearly as much about football as Tony Romo. It would be impossible for me to ever learn as much about football as Tony Romo knows, as much yes. as Yurko knows, it'd be impossible. So I want to know sometimes why in and, and like you get it like in drips and drabs with him. But then there's all this other just like hyperbolic stuff and like, oh, did it? And I don't know. And I'm not sure. And I think maybe. And yes, it did. And no, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You want to know what annoyed me the most about yesterday? So it was right after uh, there was a score and they were asking if they should, if the Ravens should onside kick or not. Right. And they, they went to Romo and, in and- you know, he goes, oh, well, what do you think, Tony? Should they should they go for the onside kick? Should they kick it away and trust their defense? They've been playing really well the second half. He goes, I don't know, Jim. Let's ask Jay Feely, our kicker. It's like your kicker's not making $110 million to protect, give his opinion. He did
1: do that. That's right. Like,
0: what do you – and then he did, it, he did it earlier, too. He went to Jay Feely. It's like, why do you keep throwing to Jay why to Jay No Feeley? one
1: cares. Nobody cares what Jay Feely thinks. And then Greg Olson, like – The fourth the the second fourth down play that was unsuccessful, the play that never really had a chance. Look, in the second game, in the Lions game, that we told you they should have Josh Reynolds should have caught that ball. It wasn't great, but Josh Reynolds should have caught it. They would have moved the sticks. And who knows what what happens if the game's different. The second one, where they should have probably kicked the field goal and tied the game at twenty seven, that play never really had a chance. And like Olsen was over it. He's showing you immediately, he goes, This is what This is how San Francisco just tricked them. They put Jameer Gibbs in motion. Dre Greenlaw goes from outside, inside, a little short motion with him. The 49ers, excuse me, the Lions think they have man. They run a mesh concept. It's a man beater. But Steve Wilkes tricked them at the snap. Stayed zone. They dropped into zone, and the play broke down, and it was never there. It's like, Tony, more of that. I know Tony Romo is capable of that. Oh, yeah. Of course he is. And every once in a while, he will do it. And will go, oh, great. That's good analysis. Like, that's awesome. That's why it worked. That's why it didn't work. I just did wish we'd m- get
3: more was of Was it that? a short motion or did the motion go all the way across? Short. It was short, Yurko. Wow, well, you can't really
1: tell anything unless you send the guy all the way across. Is that right? See, yeah. I'd like to hear that from Yurko yeah. as a nice little, it was short motion. Right. Like Greenlaw was on the outside right. so on he the can, hashes with him. He could follow motion him in, in, in short motion. And he did. But if he goes all the way
3: across, you might hear the bump, bump, bump call. This is good from Yurko. And that drops him back there. Aha! Uh-huh. Good from the good yeah. kid. Long motion is a dictator of zone
1: or man to man, much more so. Not short motion. motion. See, that's great stuff from Yurko, You should have been in a booth all day. Well, you wouldn't be with us. So no, never mind. but I, I was in a bath. booth
3: for a long time. Yeah. I did the Bears. I did the Bears Atlanta game when Brian Urlacher was a rookie. I remember. But oh. I, like I like that's
2: a long time. It was, it was, it was one fantastic. game. Fantastic.
3: <laughs> It was fantastic. No, Could I did six you... games for Fox. <laughs> right. You Could give you... me my six games, but they prefer guys like Greg Olson. At least Greg Olson sticks when he's dead wrong. He sticks whatever the thing he's saying. He just goes with it.
0: Could you You're imagine... dead wrong
3: on the play, but just keep <laughs> going with it.
0: Could you imagine Jim Nance throwing to Jay Feely and Yurko being like, why the hell are we talking to him? Oh, it would be awesome. Yurko would be like, I don't want to talk to Jay Feely." <laughs> it's Feeley. so
3: or funny. Why would we talk to a kicker? Why are we talking to a kicker? Tell him to get the buffet table ready when we're done for the game. Did would be a brilliant
1: move, with it? I mean, it doesn't seem like a whole lot of reasons to come. (laughs) Did, did... Olson dropped his line for Waddle and Sylvie. Do we know? Did he like? He work anything in? I don't know. For I don't Waddle know. and Sylvie, what
0: did they ask? Did we ever figure it what out? What was
2: the line that they gave him? I don't them? know. It I don't remember.
0: With an anteater? No, they were trying to what, do something with an animal. Yeah, and then I don't know. I, I want to know if Sylvie texted him before the game to remind him one more time that it was his last game as a lead. animal. I mean, really, Sylvie? Uh, you <laughs> know, Says
1: Greg, this is it. You're
0: never <laughs> going to be on
1: a big game again. I saw a
3: story like, today that basically <laughs> said the same thing. Holy cow! You know, Greg Olson does his last
1: game as the lead analyst. Analyst, there's a story today. I know, crazy. Greg's good there. Uh, real quick, a couple things here, and then we get back out to the phones. We played coming out of break. There, the fumble. You know, the whole fourth quarter was yet to be played. Yerk, and and the Chiefs' offense was much more stuck in mud in that they, second they half. They were didn't in score. The second, yeah. But didn't it kind of feel like oof that might be the ball game? Even though there were 15 minutes left, it was kind of like that. Just felt like a like a it gut it
3: punch for Baltimore. the wind out of the sails, right? Now you had to go back and you had to create that again. You had to create that again. You had to create that again. Emotion plays a big factor in this thing. You know, and that's what people don't understand. Uh, the ebbs and the flows of the games are felt by the players. Yeah. And they've got to find a way to overcome those or ride the wave and be part of the wave that's going with you. And if it's not going with you, you've got to find a way to change the narrative. You've got to change
1: what's happening. When Jared Goff was young and they went to a Super Bowl. Yurko and I never were really big fans of Jared Goff. When they signed Jared Goff, we were stunned. Especially considering who their coach is. And we were like, why would you sign Jared Goff? They traded Jared Goff. We figured, hey, this is going to be better for the Rams. And it was better for the Rams. And it was. It was. And I will ask you this. Have we failed to give Jared Goff proper credit over the years? Like, is he better than we thought maybe he was? Right, so
3: if I had to put Jared Goff someplace in, in in the NFL, I would firmly plant him between the 11th and the 14th best quarterback in the league. Okay, you put him anywhere you want. Make like, him a top-half quarterback. You might sneak into maybe somewhere, if there were injuries all over the place, where you could put, 10, put him at 10. But that's where I put him. Okay. 11, 12, 13, 14 is where I think Jared Goff is comfortably situated. I don't I think don't that think makes it, him a bad quarterback. I, I don't think so either. I think, I think that that kind of says, hey, you're an above-average quarterback. Right. You can get things done. Been in two conference title you, you games. Can, you can yeah. do things okay, yeah. Yeah. But what's he getting paid now, and what's he going to get paid?
1: Well, he's got one year left, and you know if he has another year like he had these last couple, like he's going to get a big contract, and those are the ones that could
3: hurt Does you. his big contract come from Detroit, or does somebody else say, hey, they allowed me to become a free agent, I might want to move someplace good, else? Good
1: question. And he's going to be the case study for, not the case study maybe, but, like, he's going to be one of those guys where you go, we sort of have to pay him, but we don't really want to, and it's going to hurt us. Look, like, paying Mahomes. Well, Kirk Cousins, what does Minnesota
3: do? Kirk Cousins has been a very good quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. Yes. And you look at the two, who's better, Kirk Cousins or Jared Goff? I would say Kirk Cousins. Okay. I wouldn't argue with you. I mean. I would say Kirk Cousins, too. Goff's been a
1: two- Championship games, but yeah, I, I to make a decision?
3: Minnesota's making a decision on Kirk Cousins. I know. So decisions are going to have to be made eventually. Am I paying this guy
1: $55 million a year or am I not? And if I could, like, tie it back to the Bears for a second, you know, and I think Justin's good. But what happens if, like, you stay on this course and, like, Justin doesn't really get a lot better? You're faced with a similar decision, which I hate, like— well, we sort of have to pay him 50 million because we don't have a better option. And if you can reset and maybe find that better option, that's really how you strike gold. Look, you don't you, you pay Mahomes, of course. You see what he's done. They traded Tyreek Hill. They're in back-to-back Super Bowls. Yeah. They traded unquestionably one of what would you say the three or four best top, wide receivers top in the league? Five Five receiver, five receivers, top five receiver hands down. They unquestionably traded away. They trade away. Unquestionably, top three, top three receivers, one of the top three or five receivers, and they're in back to back Super Bowls because Mahomes with wide receiver problems all year, all year, all year wide receiver problems. Because and yes, Kelsey helps. Don't get me wrong. I get it. Kelsey's one of the best ever. Do it, but he's basically propped up a receiving core the last couple of years. That is not nearly as dynamic without Tyreek Hill. That's why you pay Mahomes and you figure out the rest. You pay Josh Allen. You pay Justin Herbert, even though he is not nearly as accomplished as the guys I just mentioned. But I think he's certainly good enough. You pay Joe Burrow. They're going to prop up everybody else. They're going to hide deficiencies in your receiving room. They're going to allow you to trade Tyreek Hill and still go to -to back-to-back Super Bowls. Like... That's why you do it. I'd hate for the Bears to be in the position in a couple years where you're like, "Yeah, Justin's good. Now we got to pay him fifty million, though. Is he fifty million good? Uh, well, that's where you're at, and that's where you're going in a couple of years. That's you're right, because right. your cap in a couple of years
3: will probably be two hundred and sixty million. Right, two hundred and seventy-five million. You're paying. That's 50 where your million. cap's
1: going to be in yeah. a couple of years. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. It's Carmen and York. Remember, new hours start today. We're on until three crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie starting at 2.30 every day. The guys will go to 6.30. They'll get a longer crosstalk with Black and Abdal, like around 6.10, 6.15 every day. So that'll be great. Chris and Adam on tonight starting at 6.30. Uh, let's get back out to the phones. Rob's in Lincoln Park. Hey, Rob.
2: Hey, what's going on, guys?
1: You tell us, man. What's up?
2: Uh, listen, this question is more for Yurko. Hey, I was just wondering, you know, your take on Caleb Williams uh in terms of should the Bears take home. I personally have watched a few games
1: and I mean he's a very good quarterback. Uh I just don't know if
3: I as a fan I can start over again. <laughs> <laughs> well hey, listen, That's right. if he's worth it if he's worth it you don't mind starting over again. It could be good if he's if he's worth it. Yeah. Uh, my initial inclination as of today, without pouring over the analysis is I would always trade down and trade out Mm. Of the Caleb Williams sweepstakes, and find myself who I consider to be the best quarterback, get back this team does need more help, whether you like it or not, it does oh, I know
1: what if you I determine he back. is the best though well then, well, you, then well, you have to right? then
3: you probably have to because yeah. that 's the spot he 's going to be taken in. in right uh, if I determine somebody else 's I trade out
1: easy easy for you it 's not even a problem okay that makes sense yeah i don 't like i don 't mind that if they say that that 's their plan I hope that doesn 't come back to haunt them someday, but Okay. As long as they get a quarterback, you know me. This this franchise has done this for way too long where they just they, they they've got to draft a quarterback somewhere this year. They have to. They must. It is a must. I think it'd be crazy not to. I I can play
3: out a scenario in my mind where I trade out of one, I take quarterback later on, quarterback that I think is going to be successful. I keep fields for the short term. Okay. And then if there's a rash of injuries out around the league, i trade Justin Fields during the beginning of the year hmm. or during the middle of the year or in preseason if somebody loses somebody and they don't have the requisite backup to keep them a competitive team. Hmm. I can do that also, pick up my receiver. Ultimately, you've got to find a quarterback and get the ball to your stud receivers. That's what you've got to do. Mm-hmm. When you decide who
1: that quarterback is... That can get the ball to your stud receivers. All right, any Bears centric thoughts or questions? You could throw them at us. Uh, plus the championship games. Dan Campbell going for it and failing a couple of times on fourth down. Uh, Lamar's performance pretty shaky. You know, Yurko made uh, mention of it in the first hour. I mean, just some of the deep ball inaccuracy was uh, not that that's ever been Lamar's like great strength. It's more the intermediate areas of the field and things like that. But boy, it was really inaccurate. He never really gave his receivers much of a chance. The deep shots they tried to take down the field. Uh, anything you want to talk about, Mahomes' ridiculousness? Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago.
1: Super Bowl fifty-eight, Sin City. Less than two weeks. We got full lines. People want to talk football. Let's have at it. 312 332 3776. Make sure you watch us on YouTube every day if you can. Click and subscribe. You'll get great video content that we do uh, each and every day throughout uh, the week. And you can also watch on Twitch and make sure you have the ESPN Chicago app. Catch up on demand anytime, anywhere. All right, let's go to Jordan in Merrillville. What's going on, Jordan? What's going on, fellas? How you doing? Good, man.
2: How are you? Good. I'm doing good, doing good. Hey man, the best part about the Lions missing the Super Bowl is the fact that we don't have to listen to the commentary about Dan Campbell for the next two weeks. You I know they I talk like about him, this guy like he's the next coming of Don Shula. Oh, I don't know that people okay. are doing that,
1: but you got, I don't know. I kind of like Dan Campbell. How do you not like him? Hey, he's okay, yeah, guy.
2: But think about it, guys. For two weeks, that's all. Think about all the stories you would have heard that interview. Um, his, his, his introductory interview another two or three times a day probably. <laughs> it it, it would have just been over the top. So now he gets to sit home and stew about his three boneheaded decisions that he made that cost himself a chance to go to the Super Bowl. There you go. So, I'm, you
1: know, I'm, I'm kind of glad about that because I was just tired of hearing about it, I'm perfectly honest. So, Jordan, it. you can celebrate that fact. You would have heard a lot about it. Plus, you would have heard that the list of teams that never appear in a Super Bowl would have dwindled by one, Yerk. You would have heard a lot about that. Yeah, the Lions absolutely. have never played for a Super Bowl, so it's That's the right. Lions, Cleveland. It's Cleveland. It's uh, Jacksonville, and it's, Jacksonville for sure. Uh, who am I missing? Texans, Texans, Texans. right? Is yeah. it those four? Yeah. Yes. So now that continues, unfortunately, for the Lions fans, they've still never appeared in a Super Bowl. But yeah, you would have heard a lot about that, like yeah. their first ever Most Super Bowl. Super
3: Bowl, Bowl success is usually built on playoff disappointment, so they've got their playoff disappointment. We'll see what they do next year. Yes, whether they can get back on top of the division or our Green Bay and Chicago coming after them. Oh, how nice! And poor Viking fans, poor Viking Scott. They don't know what they're going to do over there. Well, because of the quarterback, you mean mostly? Yeah, obviously because of the quarterback.
1: (laughs) They in the market to draft one year? And uh, I don't know if they are or they're not. I mean, how far back are they? I was just going to check that. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I can't picture where they are. Probably somewhere around. Fourteen? Does that sound right?
3: That oh. does sound. Clear. I mean, it's not like average salary. Kirk Cousins is the fifteenth quarterback getting paid at thirty-five million dollars. That's his average. Thirty-five million. Thirty-five.
1: Schmildo. Top quarterback is Burrow, making fifty-five million. Eleven for Minnesota. Fifty-five for Burrow.
3: Fifty-five million for Burrow. Fifty-two-five for Herbert. Lamar Jackson is fifty-two. Hertz fifty-one. Russell Wilson, 48. Where's Mahomes? Kyler Murray, 46. Deshaun Watson, 46. Mahomes is 45. He's got a bargain. Remember, he did that deal a while back. A couple years ago. Yeah. he's got a, They got a bargain on Mahomes. Josh Allen, 43. Daniel Jones, top 10 with Stafford and Prescott. All in the $40 million club. Ouch. Aaron Rodgers, 37-5. Carr, 37-5. And there you find Cousins. We'll go all the way down to Justin Fields. For those who want to know, he's very controllable. Four point seven one seven nine. Next year jumps up to six million.
1: Two more years of yeah. control. Uh, the Vikings pick eleventh. Yerk. Eleventh. Yeah, a few spots higher than I thought. Yeah, they in the market for one? Maybe. Let's go to how about Bobby in North Chicago? Bobby. Hey, Bobby. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good man.
2: Good. Uh, I just wanted to talk about that uh, that Lion game and Dan Campbell. So I totally agree with you guys. I like the or I didn't like the decision to, uh, when you're down three in the fourth quarter, I think you got to take the field goal there. Yeah. And to, not, to use a timeout is, is just idiotic. Oh, that was terrible. Right? Like on, onside kicks, they just don't work. Um, the one thing that I actually didn't mind about um, you know, Dan Campbell, what he did, is late in the second quarter with about probably 13 seconds left, kicking that field goal, I actually thought that that was, that was the right call Because what I've always thought is, if it's uh, fourth and goal, and it's you know five, six, seven seconds left in the second quarter, if you don't get it, you don't get the benefit of flipping the field and then having you know the other team have to travel ninety-five yards to to score. So that's the only thing um, I'll hang up and let you guys go. That's
1: fair, and but you're right though. I'm telling you, the worst thing he did. This was just botched, and it's got to be corrected. Coaches need to work on this stuff more was calling that timeout, and I'm sorry, was, was running the ball, which forced them to call the timeout. On the, I think it was they handed it to Montgomery, lost two yards on third down. Can't happen. And somebody in the analytics room, like at that point, has to be conveying, at least I would think, to the coaching staff, here's the clock situation. We're not going to bank on getting an onside kick. They don't work. So what we can't do is go into this last drive without our full complement of timeouts so we at least get the ball back. Is it a wing and a prayer? Of course it's a wing and a prayer. But guess what? The minute you lose one of your timeouts and now you know you're not going to get the onside kick, the game's over. That was the biggest egregious mistake they made.
2: I know that they made the decision for safety of players to right. kind of eliminate the onside kick and right. the rules the with that. Yeah.
1: There's no chance for has it. That, right?
2: Has that ruined your enjoyment of the end of games? Because essentially that last-ditch effort no longer exists. It just doesn't exist. There's right? got to
3: be different strategies, though. So my strategy always on onside kicks with Nolan Cromwell, our special teams coach in, in Green Bay, Wisconsin, was always – and I guess it would have to be non-obvious kicks. But even in this situation, there's still a guy in the middle of the field. I always like to kick the ball at somebody
2: hard. Hope for a ricochet. Yeah, hope for the ricochet. Yeah. Because yeah. like last once night, it
3: hits him, it's free ball.
2: Yeah, last night's attempt was yeah. almost as good of an attempt that you can get without... Like it still wasn't did, legal. He did the big bounce and it still no, wasn't legal. Right. Like it still wasn't legal, but yeah. that was almost yeah. as perfect yeah. of an At to nine play. yards, right? Like it what you yards. have to do is essentially the player instead of going for the ball in that spot, right? You have to try and deck the player right. and hope that yeah. he fumbles it and then someone else recovers. But like it, to to me, it just unless you have your three timeouts, there is no way no. to flip the game. There is there is none. You have to have all three timeouts. You're hundred percent right. And And so the moment moment, Campbell and the Lions had to know that, and
1: then the game's over. That's right. I I don't know what the percentage is. Like I'm just trying to do I should have done that. I think they're super
0: low. I I remember seeing them like at at different points
2: throughout the season, like two percent. I mean, they
0: said it on the you know what Tony Romo threw to Jay Feely. Jay Feely had the number. Oh, he did have it. Okay. It was four percent. Four percent. It's actually a little bit higher than I thought, but still. Like I mean, that's a prayer. Two out of 40 times prayer. or something, like 41 times or something like that. It's like like It's of, crazy.
1: One out of 25. It definitely seems like a prayer. Right, exactly. Let's say hi to uh, where we want to go here, buddy. Wherever you're comfortable, Car. Wherever I'm comfortable. We'll yeah. go to Joe on 355. Hey, Joe, what's up?
2: Hey, what's going on, guys? So <laughs> I was listening to you guys talk about the wide receivers and stuff. like that. I had a quick question for you. Um, so with uh, quarterbacks doing what they're doing right now, especially like with the Chiefs and stuff like that, without having uh, like a top wide receiver, and still making it to where they are now. I mean, I know there was a lot of complaining throughout the years and uh, throughout this year, but uh, do you think that's going to drop down like the wide receiver market with what they're being paid?
1: I, I don't personally, Joe. I think it's become such a
3: premium, important You're, position. Yeah, your top ten uh, wide receivers all make over $20 million. Yeah. Top guy being Hill at $30 million. Yeah. Devontae Adams next. Cooper Cubs
1: up there. I mean, your top receivers are making money, You're making a lot. Jefferson's going to get paid here at some point. Uh, Jamar too. Like, yeah, those. I don't see that. It's just such an integral part of the game now. And it's much more of a passing league, and you know, not everybody's got a Patrick Mahomes that can really prop up everything mm. else too and mask some of the. I the think deficiencies. there's only
3: six or seven running backs getting paid above ten million dollars. Only that sounds about right. Yeah, and McCaffrey being your highest.
1: McCaffrey is the highest. Yes. yes. Uh, for a while there, yesterday too, I mean, they were running, you know, into a brick wall. It was a kind of a weird game plan early from Shanahan because what we talked about a lot previewing that game last week, the Lions' secondary, you know, outside of Brian Branch, I mean, it has just been, and he's more like a, this roving sort of like hybrid safety slash linebacker. I mean, he's like in the mold of you know, you see, we talked about Kyle Hamilton, how good that kid's going to be. I mean, the the safety position, you got some real interesting, good, dynamic athletes, but. Their outside corner position between Cam Sutton and and uh, Kendall Vildor, I mean, it's just been terrible all year, and it's been and it's trended even worse as of late. It's not like, oh, they've been getting better. One hundred and thirty three quarterbacks played, you know, twenty percent of the qualified, you know, number of coverage snaps this year. One thirty three. Both those guys were outside the top one hundred eight in coverage grade this year. I mean, given up big plays, chunk plays constantly. And, and Shanahan, I thought, was running into heavy boxes a lot, and there wasn't much for McCaffrey. He he popped a few big ones, as, as he's usually going to do, once you just wear teams down in the second half. But I thought it was an odd game plan early from Shanahan, but it didn't come back to bite them. They did something in the last two weeks, York, that they haven't really done under Kyle Shanahan, and that's rally. They were more of a... Front running's kind of like, maybe that's a little, that's a harsh way to put it, but like they were more of a We're going to get out, step on your throat, and just sort of pull away, and we're going to cruise to victory type of team. They weren't much of a now-we-got-to-chase-points-and-rally team under Shanny. They've done it each of the last two weeks, and they did it yesterday in one of the more historic fashions to be down that many points at halftime and come back and win. Let's say hi to uh, Kevin in Lincoln Park. He smoked some meat again, and he had friends over for the games. Much uh, nice weaker to smoke some meat, Kev.
2: Yes, yes, it wasn't uh, wasn't freezing this weekend. This weekend we did uh, around 40 wings. They all turned out pretty well. Nice. Everyone was pretty happy. Love it. Uh, again, fading uh, San Francisco there in the first half was uh, another successful win. Yeah, it was probably go do that into the, the Super Bowl here. Even though that first half spread is is looking a little tight, but uh, we'll see. And uh, you know, I do have some other news here. The uh, producers of the bear came by and they want to film a scene at my apartment. So I thought that was pretty cool. Get out of here. But, boss. uh, yeah. How's that Still thinking about fading here? Is
1: that the, right? Kevin? Uh, You're going to be, they're going to shoot something at your house from a, on the bear.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're wanting to do that. So they came over here and took some pictures. So, uh, What do you like? uh, Maybe, uh, uh,
1: maybe the smoked meat's come in. Are you, uh, how did this happen? Are you like well-known on Instagram, on social media with what you're smoking? I mean, how did the, like who made the connection that, Hey, we got to go to Kevin and Lincoln park's
2: house. (laughs) You know, they just kind of threw up a sign on our door and, uh, told our landlord about, and, uh, you know, a couple so of days later, random. they coming by like, to take yeah, pictures. That's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Random.
3: They that's, like
1: the building. That's amazing. So they're looking for yeah. something they can shoot in. I love that, Kevin. Nicely done. Let keep us uh, up to breast on that. Okay. Oh, keep, keep, keep us up. I
3: will. Keep us up Keep us abreast. Keep us Up to date. Up to, to breast two. or abreast. Keep us abreast. <laughs> I've never been up to breast before. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. My heavens. At a malaprop. Sucks to be you, never York. Never. Yeah, York has been up plenty. At
1: least not, you know, not a couple three days. Keep us up to date or abreast of the situation. Thank you. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, I like the fading uh, the Niner thing in the first half. Did you hear yeah. the stat yesterday too when the Chiefs it. scored? You know, sometimes I do a lot of freaking research into these things. I didn't uncover this stat. What was it? Jim Nance delivered it. Eight straight playoff games? Is that what it was? I'll have to go double check. Eight I'm, straight playoff games what? That the Chiefs have scored on their opening possession? Oh, I didn't know that. I did not dig up that stat last week in my research. But Field, it will be Field part will, of
3: my- or a touchdown.
1: Yes, yeah. I I believe that's what it is, Eric. Eight straight drives where they've gotten points. Okay. Uh, You know, eight straight games on their opening drive, they've gotten points. And I will be going back and uh, finding all the little nuance to that as we prep for the Super Bowl the next couple weeks and odds couple and everything else. Because, like, ooh, that's interesting. And that's a good script to start, isn't it? You give Andy and maybe Matt Maggie, probably Andy, a lot of credit for that. Oh, yeah. A lot.
3: Andy and his offensive staff, let's do it that way. Okay. Or we can do it Andy and his offensive
1: staff. Which way would you like to do it? Andy at? and his offensive staff, because that's pretty impressive. Yeah. That in playoff games, now most of those have been at home. We've told you they played so many you know, games either at home or neutral because this was the first time Mahomes ever had to go on the road. And he still said, eh, no big deal. I'll win back-to-back road games in Buffalo and in Baltimore. More of your phone calls on Championship Sunday coming up. Some Bears thoughts. I know people want to tie things back to the Bears. That's cool. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back.
0: the, the show, show on twitter, twitter. at carmen devalco and at yurko 64 this is espn chicago chicago's home for sports
1: oh, We got full nfl lines we got two weeks left folks of course then there's a whole offseason. bears have a pretty big decision to make one game to go two teams left and it's the chiefs and 49ers for super bowl 58 for all the glory it's carmen and Yurko. hope everyone's having a great day crosstalk Starts in about an hour. We go to 3 now. Full 25-minute crosstalk every day starting at about 2.30 with Waddle and Sylvie. Uh, they're on 3 to 6.30. They'll have an extended crosstalk now starting at 6.15 every day on the back end of their show with Black and Abdallah. Chris and Adam will be on uh, later tonight until 8. He can ring us up at 312-332-3776. Uh, and if you scored uh, 17 points uh, against... The Ravens this year, you probably weren't gonna win, you know? But that's all the Chiefs needed. That defense for the Kansas City Chiefs really played well. And as good as Mahomes is, and he's Mahomes, is probably the best defense he's had, right, Yerk? Their run defense leaves a lot to be desired as we talked about their bottom five in rush EPA on defense and on yeah. success rate. But like their defense is really good. You, you know, you look their you coverage units. I look at their strength this I think points given up.
3: Is a good way to always look at things. Mm-hmm. Points given up because I mean, there's years that you can have great yardage stats, and you were a nine, you know, 10, 10 football team. You know, yeah. So there, there's years you can go ahead and pull that kind of thing off. Um, but points given up per game, and I always like to do defensive points given up per per game minus any return touchdowns that the defense are not responsible for. It's kind of an adjusted number. Mm-hmm. Um, I would look for that. Yeah, they're, they're solid in the middle. Um, they, they, they find ways to play well. You know, they find ways to tackle. They find ways not to miss stuff. Yeah. You know, on the, on the long run, no, it wasn't their long run. But even like on, on Flowers thing, they're converging around the football. Mm-hmm. You know, they're trying to make something you know, happen, and they end up making something happen on that play. They're not unbeatable. There's plays that they get, you know, the better of them is being gotten, and the team is moving the ball. and Jameer Gibbs on that touchdown run, not Jameer Gibbs. Um, I keep crossing the two yes, games do. up right now, and that's what's bothering me right now. But listen... Kansas City makes plays when they have to make plays. And their, and their they cover get to the good. quarterback when yes. they have to make plays. Yes, It didn't look like they were ever going to touch the quarterback yesterday. Early on, oh my God almighty, they can't muster a pass rush. They can't get to the quarterback here. But
1: when push came to shove and they had to get to the quarterback, they did get there. Yes, and many Hughes made a huge difference since he's come back from the suspension. He got a little dinged up yesterday. Have to watch that. But I mean, you know, had
3: a good game too, the kid for Purdue, Carl, uh, Carl Yes, Carl,
1: Yeah, Loftus, whatever his name Carl-oftus is. Loftus was good. Fifty-six. Yep. Ameni, Chris Jones is Chris right. Jones. Aminy. Who has played great since coming off the suspension for them. It, Trent McDuffie's a stud. Here's a call I thought that should have happened when
3: they were in the end zone. In Baltimore. Jones got some pressure on the inside. I thought initially that was a hold. It ultimately turned into a trip. Mm. Did you watch the play where the running back? I think it was Hill. Yeah, threw a leg himself? out and he threw a trip out. That should have been a safety.
1: Yeah. For That's the Kansas City
3: Chiefs, not called. Look at the play. Look at the play and get a replay of the play. Mm. It's the rush. He's in the end zone. Jones makes a break to get through. He beat the uh he beat the offensive guard. And then out of nowhere, the running back's running by him and throws his leg out and trips him in the end penalty zone. Penalty in, in the end that zone. That should have been a penalty in the end zone safety. safety
1: for the uh for the for for Kansas City Chiefs. So that's what it should have been. During the regular season, uh, if you scored 17 or fewer and you were not named the Pittsburgh Steelers, you didn't beat Baltimore. Pittsburgh surprisingly got them twice this year. But remember, once was week 18 where Baltimore rested everybody. Right. So if we kind of throw that game out, guess what? During the regular season, one team got uh, you know, 17. Didn't score anymore, and did enough to beat Baltimore. That's what I'm saying. Right, I got you. You know that Kansas City went in there, scored just 17 in a playoff game, and won. It's like, wow, you really got to credit the defense for the job it did. Uh, I think you bring up some good points about what they do well, and Trent McDuffie looks like a star in the making, and just they can cover on the outside, and that's always a nice luxury. You know, a lot of times your corners are going to look better. When your pass rushers are awesome, well, guess what? Some of that pass rush got home just because there was tight, sticky coverage down the field that Kansas City was able to have yeah, on, on their receivers. If, and if
0: there
3: was room, Lamar Jackson didn't get him the ball.
1: Oh, that's true. Uh, and deep that's ball accuracy accuracy was... and
3: Lamar Jackson didn't want to run yesterday for some crazy reason. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. If, if you can get it done with your legs sometimes, sometimes you have to. Brock Purdy doesn't get it done with his legs, but he found a way to get it done with his legs. It wasn't there for him. He couldn't find his receiver. He said to hell with it. I'm tucking it, I'm running, and he got himself 48 yards of rushing yesterday. Yeah. If Lamar Jackson, part of the arsenal, yeah. has to run the ball, why you chose not to run, where in some situations it looked like you could have taken off, gotten positive yardage, Kansas City was exhausted. Kansas end? City yeah. was tired. Think about all the plays the defense they, was on the field for in the second half. Effort. By the way, when you go down with an injury, Kansas City, what are we doing? Here we go. You're down with an injury, they're there, lay down, wait for the guy with the orange armband to come out. And, and, and get yourself that full out. Your team needed it. And it was three, four different occasions they went down. Stay down. From the master himself. Stay down. I love that. Your team needs it. That's so good. Oh, they're getting up The doctor so let's get... No, I'm dizzy. I'm seeing butterflies. I got a little birdie spinning in my brain. I can't move. And then the minute the orange guy gets out
1: there with the orange arm... Then get your ass off the field! Come on, guys. Gotta be better than that. Charlie's in Highland Park. Hey, Charlie. Yep, I'm here. Go ahead,
0: brother. Hey, how's it going? Good. That's good. So my whole thing is, um, I, what if the Bears can sign T. Higgins in uh, free agency? Do you draft Caleb Williams?
1: Uh, I, I don't know why one would necessarily, you know, matters to the other. Well, I, I don't know well, that be- they're signing T. Higgins because he's probably going to get he might get franchise, but maybe.
0: Here's here's my whole thing behind that. Then you don't have to worry about drafting Marvin Harrison Jr. You can just go ahead and draft I, a quarterback. Yeah, Quarterback's yeah. the most important position out yeah, there. Yeah, and you can still hold on to Justin Fields as well. You don't have to trade him. You know, throw a little competition out there. Justin Fields has never had any real competitive competition out there.
1: You know. Mm, yeah, that's true. Let so them fight for it. I, I, yeah, and Charlie, thanks for the call. I don't think they're worried about drafting Marvin Harrison. I, I if, if they like the court, if they like Caleb Williams. If they like Caleb Williams or Drake May, I don't think the bears are looking at it like, "Oh, but what are we going to do now about Marvin?" Like they have a stud wide receiver. this is one of uh, this is going to be a, a very deep draft for wide receivers. You know teams are showing you you can find great wide receivers all over the draft, all over it, right. You know, Debo was not a first-rounder. Amon Ross St. Brown was not a first-rounder. T. Higgins is going to make north of $20 million. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, T's going to get paid out. I he might get franchised. You may not necessarily want to pay out that kind of money. T. was not a first-rounder, mind you. You know, none of the guys in Green Bay. Well, yeah, none of them, right? Christian Watson was a second-rounder, right? None of the guys in Green Bay. None of the guys... Uh, down in Houston, you know, it's like you can find these guys. So I, I don't know that the Bears are find these guys game.
3: when you have a quarterback and get them the football. Sure, that's another key that, that people have a tendency to ignore.
1: You have to have a quarterback and get these guys to the football. Jim's in Vegas. What up, Jimmy?
2: Hey, you guys, uh, longtime listener, uh, listening every morning. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm just one. I'm just wondering how. When they spot the ball, the officials. It seems like on the sidelines and on the goal line, it's uh, where the ball goes out, and then in the middle of the field, it's like where their knee comes down because um, it seems like they're always like a yard short on where you think the ball is going to be. Um, what do you guys? I don't. Think? I don't
1: think. Do you have a specific example that you're thinking of? I mean, no, he's oh, right. One hundred percent correct.
3: Yeah. And they talked about it uh, in both games, how it looks like guys are getting first
1: downs and it's being marked short. Like the one that's right. in the sidelines. Did, did, did yeah. Reed have a, um, was was it Andy? Was it the first game where Andy, they might have picked up a first down and he didn't challenge it? It was the Kelsey play. It was the Kelsey, Kelsey
0: in the second sure. half. They went for it and didn't get it.
1: That one kind of stands out maybe, Jim, a yeah. little bit.
0: Maybe Jim oh, there's was talking others. about
3: that. There's others. Yeah. Where you see him coming on to the, you know, coming and they're coming over and it's
1: like they're inching back the whole time. Yeah, and then they went for it, and they didn't get it. That's right. Yeah. They actually lost yards. Didn't Pacheco get stuffed and take a loss, guys? Am I remembering that sequence right? Yeah, he did. I think so. I don't know, man. Like, when you saw the down-line angle, I don't know that they would have won that. People the, were going nuts on yeah. for Reed for not challenging it. The but. marking
3: of the football is somewhat suspect. Mm, interesting. And it's been
1: suspect all year. I wonder what that's about. Man, I, I don't know. It's officiating. It seems I, like a I poorly officiated year. I don't know. It's Carmen and York. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000.
3: Let's
1: talk about our players of the weekend from Championship Sunday. We like to do that on Mondays. Hope everyone's having a great Monday. We got a little sun today, which is nice. It's first time in 10 days, it feels like. Carmen and your crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie, not at two, at 230. That's right. With the new hours. Boy, players of the weekend. You know, I could think of a couple defensive guys that stand out. I thought a many game was awesome yesterday for Kansas City. I thought sure. Duffy's game was awesome. Right. Five targets, so he gave up just one catch. Right. Kyle Hamilton was everywhere for the Ravens defense, sure. although he did give up a touchdown in coverage to Travis Kelsey. I'm not going to outthink this. I- I'm going to go. Four quarterbacks played championship Sunday. Take a guess who the best quarterback was in EPA plus completion percentage over expectation.
3: Go Uh, ahead and take a guess. That would be Purdy.
1: No. That would be Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. And I know it wasn't like 300 yards and four touchdowns, and they only scored 17 points. Those first two drives were incredible. He made a couple of plays in the second half that they absolutely needed, especially the last throw. To Valdez Scantling in the face of pressure. I'm going to go Mahomes. The guy's in his fourth Super Bowl already. He's 28. So you're going with Mahomes? I'm going with
3: Mahomes. Mahomes. Okay. Career achievement trophy. That's nice. (laughs) Is he Paul Newman? All right. Some might want to say Travis Kelsey with? had himself a hell of a weekend, it, all right? Some might say. Some might want to say National Treasure had a hell of a day winning the Pegasus at Gulfstream Park. Nice. Others will go to San Diego, California and Torrey Pines. And the first Frenchman to ever win on the PGA Tour... Not Sean Vanderveille. No, it was Matthew Pavon. Really? That won the Farmer's Insurance Open with a birdie putt on 18 to seal the victory for himself. Wow. So. Matthew what? Big heads up goes to Matthew Pavon. Pavon? Pavon.
1: Pavon.
0: Pavon. Matthew Pavon. What's on the other side of the glass, fellas? <laughs> I thought mine was going to be weird because it wasn't football. But then kill happened. Thank you. Uh did you guys watch basketball Saturday night? Uh, the Lakers oh my and Warriors. Yeah, awesome. Warriors, awesome. Warriors, amazing! It was amazing. It was so good. was it oh, unbelievable. That's my that's my player of the weekend. that game. Amazing. Double amazing. overtime. Steph had forty six. Amen. They still lost. Like it was such LeBron a good game. LeBron had a
1: thirty twenty game. Yeah. He's like thirty nine years and old. What a great game.
0: Did he not? I don't. I don't believe he scored in the fourth quarter at all. And still playing crazy in the, in, the, uh, in overtime. It's
1: crazy, crazy. you guys. A 20-rebound triple-double
0: yeah. at his age? Yeah. Crazy. He, uh, the gray is coming through, too. Yeah, the, it is. Oh, the gray's getting there. Dude, in, in the 39. pier. What about hey, you, Chris? Whoa, whoa, let's not let's not besmirch thirty nine, guys. Come on, he's thirty freaking nine, you guys. You can't do that.
2: So besmirch away. Whoa. I mean, geez, yeah, yeah, besmirch.
0: Yeah. No, I'll give you uh,
2: my mine is um, because uh, Abdul said, "Did you watch?" Of course, it's rivalry week in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, did you know uh, that? Who is not watching this? And uh, a special shout out to the game that was on. So, so mine is just uh, a. a an award for the NBA. Uh, because Abdallah mentioned the game that was great. Yes. Uh, did you guys know what happened in the game previously? Because it was rivalry week. And you guys know the long-standing oh, rivalry God. between the Philadelphia 76ers and the Denver Nuggets, course, right? Yes. Joe Embiid oh, well, decided trying to, not to oh, They're trying to get Embiid oh, and Joker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Joe Embiid decided not so, to, decide so to play. Yeah, no, I know. Trying to create a rivalry. Yeah. Um, unfortunately... I don't think anyone let the broadcast know that Embiid did not play. So multiple times throughout the game, the graphic packages oh, no. in and out of timeouts oh, no. were no. of Joker versus oh. Embiid and them facing off for the rivalry game. Embiid did no. not play. They didn't play. There were multiple spots throughout the game promoting those two centers facing off. Embiid did not play. It was absolutely hysterical. This
3: would be perfect for critics at Extra Large. It would would be. And And, uh, I'm kind of uh,
2: taking this spot to uh, shine some light. Uh, It was a good game, and Philadelphia gave a good fight. The better game was later, but it was comical that their, quote, rivalry week, their big matchup, didn't include Embiid because guess what? Uh, Here's a little secret that uh, maybe people don't know. Uh, Star players avoid playing in Denver and in Utah. The
0: mm-hmm. data
2: is out there. Star players yeah. find a way There's, to, quote, be injured or rest what is in, the 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 altitude. The altitude in the altitude games. In the altitude games, yeah. because yeah. they're going to play yeah. poorer in those situations. Gonna, yeah. So they avoid playing in Denver and in Utah. Michael never did. But, yeah, Chris also, is right. There if, is you, a- if you follow Tom Haberstroh on yeah. uh, social media, he writes about this a lot. Like, the data backs it up that yeah. players – Conveniently find a way to not play in those two
0: locations. Can he only miss three more? Is it? Yeah, three he's not going to win the MVP. He can only miss. S- uh, is it
1: three more games well, or six he's, more games? It's not many. It's not many because he's already missed eleven. Yeah. Yeah. So it's he has the, to
2: play sixty-five.
1: You got to play sixty-five. Yeah, it's he's going to be real close. Uh, boy, we didn't even mention Luca had another. I mean, t- one week, two seventy-point performances oh, in the NBA.
2: Carmen, that didn't count. Did well, you see? A, did was, you see the plumbers out there trying to play defense? Well, it was terrible. Car. I mean, come on, that doesn't count. Yeah, the, the, there was a free pass. pass hey, like, no, I no, love Doncic I mean, too, but it was a seven, free you pass can't, to the You rim. can't. Yurko's right. You can Free pass can't. to the rim. It was
0: unbelievable. That's absolute garbage. I
2: love Luca. What the Hawks were doing what, on what, defense. What was happening no. there was sacrilege. So no. no. much for the Quint Snyder effect. This that feels
0: like a Hembo asking Greenie a question. But is seventy? Is seventy the new fifty? Like, are we just going to be like, okay, yeah. cool, good job. It might be the new 20. Listen, triple
1: doubles aren't what they used to be because the game's just different. There's more possessions. It's fat, right? I mean, like, yeah, we, you know, what it used to be, like, a triple double was kind of a special thing. They happen at such a frequent rate now, and
2: I think the scoring is a it's little no skewed. no longer special. I think you're right. So Woj was on the uh, national broadcast in between all those games on Saturday for Rivalry Week. Uh, and... Ha! He of course, was the Bulls pointing out Portland and rivalry. There was the league like league. a competition <laughs> committee call on Thursday or Friday so after all those 70 point, 60 point games yeah. and and from what Woj reported on the broadcast is that nobody is looking to deter. They think the league office thinks people want players scoring 60, 70 no defense. And they, just kind the the of league uh, thinks the having, fans want that. Guys. They, they think fans yeah. want that, and yeah. that's the attention that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So is, nothing's going to change.
3: This is the 1970s
2: yeah. NBA. Yeah, the Coke era of the NBA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. guy, nobody played defense. They just got
3: together and they ran the basketball up and down the Ooh, court. Late for no 70s, as early as well. 80s. Yeah, yeah, there
2: was a lot of that.
1: Kiki Vandeweghe, Kiki, and those guys. Yeah, and, uh, and David Thompson. Yeah, yeah, David Thompson. Yeah. Sure, there was definitely a lot of that. Kelsey's probably um, the biggest snub on our list, but that's okay. We had fun with uh, players anyway. I mean, 11 targets, 11 catches. That is something. And for a guy that, you know, a month ago we were like, man, does Kelsey look a little slow? He's looked awfully good in these playoffs, you guys. It was 26 catches, I think, in the three playoff games. Yeah, he's been 26 catches.
0: He's it's showing off for, for Tay I mean, I, well, no, good, good, listen, for her, she's the biggest winner. She finally gets to go to a Super Bowl in her first year in the NFL. How about that? You believe it? She's you know, never been look, to a Super Bowl, and now she's going to go. Yeah, look yeah, at Yeah, the first year of her contract. Good for her. Good for him. rookies, man, rookies. Rookies. Good
3: By the rookies. way, Doncic in that 73, 25 to 33 for field goals. If you saw the, the carte blanche he had around the rim, yes, I saw some it of it, so so big, big it was comical. It was so bad. But it was, <laughs> it was, yeah, it was <laughs> 15 to 16 from the line. It's
1: weird. Like I don't know if that's just and they're like
3: the, the weirdest kinds of Euro steps I've ever seen in the world. Where I'm like, how is that not traveling?
1: Fourth highest scoring game ever, but maybe it comes with a little bit of an asterisk since it's uh, you watch it's the a the game. You yeah. watch the defense. Tell it's the funny. Like I think defenses when they want to be, or and the good ones are more sophisticated than ever. But it's in not nearly as physical it, in the playoffs. Or in the playoffs, was for sure. I the only guy looking for Tree Rollins to come out of
3: nowhere <laughs> and John Conkac? Yes. yes, you know somebody to defend the hole. Is there
1: a rim if protector on the Atlanta team? If you're under 40, you don't even know who those guys are, yeah. probably. Uh, we got more show. We're on until 3, Crosstalk at 2.30. We got the new hours starting now. So we got plenty of time for your phone calls. We'll take all of them coming up next.